Welcome to another episode of Kentucky Football Carpool Show. I am Nick. I'm Mike. Well, the the worst case scenario ever happened against Tennessee. Yeah. I, I I was I was when we were obviously you were there with me. Uh, I was shocked. I yeah, was shocked. I mean, I was there till the end of the third quarter, and I left. <laughs> it, it was like we were sitting there just silence. I mean, that's what it came down to. Um, yeah. I think they, and I know I know this this is going to be somewhat of a horrible take. I actually thought that. They actually had a decent game plan going into it. They were trying to use up the clock, make them run a bunch of plays yeah. too. And I thought when they got, obviously, well, everything sort of really went downhill after Robinson dropped the the pass. Uh, it seemed like that was where it started yeah, the downhill you can't, spiral. You can't make the mistake against that Tennessee team. No, no, you can't. And and the the thing that makes me sick, morning the, the game plan. I mean, the, I should say, I shouldn't say the game plan was was like set up good i mean I think from the standpoint of like we're going to try to control the clock and i thought it was going pretty good up until the last four three minutes of the second quarter uh but like the the play call in like kentucky did it, nothing downfield yeah, that's, that's, where, that's where tennessee was vulnerable once, was downfield. once tennessee jumps on that big league i told you you have to throw that game plan out the window and they just did they try to keep better and that's just not gonna work yeah so i think i think when it was 14 <clears throat> to 6 and there was like well, 13 to six, sorry. It was uh, about the last three minutes of the second quarter. And they ran three plays in Tennessee and gave the Tennessee the ball back with like a yeah. minute left. Was was a terrible coaching decision. Yeah. They should have just ran the clock down or let make at least make, make Tennessee use all their timeouts. Um, that killed us. And it obviously led to a block cut. And all of a sudden, here's Tennessee up uh, uh, 21. Or, sorry, up by uh, 14. Yeah. And – and now you're looking to go into halftime like that. And it was just, it was, I don't know, man. It was, it was a bad, bad game. I mean, there's really nothing else you can say about it. Uh, it shows Tennessee's a very good football team. Um, their defense is vulnerable, but when Kentucky helps you out by not throwing it downfield, yeah, uh, that helps out, they, makes they, their defense look really good. They needed to abandon. As soon as Tennessee went up big going to halftime, 14, that's enough to abandon that game plan. And, and Levis. Was horrible. Yeah, no, I mean, was was completely horrible, and and all the people making fun of him and doing all this stuff this week. Um, I mean, you know, there's doubters, I guess you should say, or, yeah. or you, he pretty much proved them all right by the standpoint of he couldn't even he couldn't do anything against against uh, now 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 has a lot of it to do with. Well, with it was the game just plan. Yes. I mean, it was such a predictable play calling. I mean, yeah, I mean, too many screens, too many. Like run two yard runs. It was just it was just weird when Tennessee literally gives you, they give you the deep ball. Yeah. Now I mean, is it because offensive line sucks? Throw as hard as you can. Let Brown or somebody run it down or Dan Key. Like, I, yeah, I just didn't understand the fact that it was just like I said. We Tennessee is vulnerable in the middle, deep middle. And Kentucky, <laughs> I can't remember them throwing one deep middle ball. We did the whole game. We didn't take a look at it. It was just a terrible. I mean, it was, it was, and it was very bizarre. Came out halftime too, and they had like what, two runs and a screen. Yeah, it was this. It was just a weird play call. I'll tell and, you, what, you know, man, if I see it, one more screenplay, I'm gonna fucking, I'm just gonna punch somebody. I know it's it's it's, it's, it's just a bizarre this the bizarre. Like I said, I, I thought the game plan of like controlling the clock was good, but it was bizarre play calling. And, yeah. And and, 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 and honestly, it's a, like honest said, dude, it's a good game plan until you make a mistake and the Tennessee jumps up. Then you have to throw out the window and start throwing deep balls and try to beat them at their own game. Yeah, agreed. And, and I agree with you on that. And that's what they did last year. Um, but, I mean, kudos to the defense. They had Tennessee in the first half. 
had the ball inside their own 55 times. <laughs> so, right. and they only give up 44 points. It's actually kind of a miracle, to be quite honest with you, how good their defense has been, our offense has been. Right. Um, so, I mean, kudos to the defense for surviving. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, that was just disheartening. And it's really, it sounds like it's taking a hit on our recruiting. Uh, and students, well, yeah, I, I was really, a, really it's proud a bad of loss, dude. It's just a, it's just a horrible loss, loss. On, on all levels. Um, pretty much Kentucky loses to Georgia now. You're at eight and four. And then there's no guarantee they, they win this dude, weekend. I only think, we, yeah, I mean, this weekend's going to be a tough one now. Missouri's like, got I, a really good defense. We just played really shitty against a bad defense. Yeah. Now we're going to play it. Missouri's got really good defense. Yeah. No, um, dude, I mean, I don't really feel confident in any of the games remaining of the year anymore. Well, I think yeah, I feel pretty good in Louisville, but, but even then, uh, I feel like we'll drop one of those now. I mean, yeah, I think it's very well could. I mean, the offense playing I mean, the way dude, it is. No, but I'm saying three weeks ago, I was said uh, we destroyed those teams. Yeah, and now I'm I'm very on the fence with it. Yeah, I think I still feel pretty good against Bandy, but but I I mean Louisville's look really good, but it's hard to take Army because they're playing very very uh, they're playing level uh, talent. They're playing um, the states. Yeah, so but. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, and it, and I, I did like how Stoops came out. He was fired up. You know, he's evaluating everybody. And and honestly, man, if, if the offense doesn't get better, he needs to fire uh, uh, Skin Gorello and, and move on. And get someone new. Yeah. Just cannot let this roll downhill for too long because we're going to be left behind. Now the nil stuff with Tennessee comes out. They're they're seven four with their nil stuff and trying to get donors to to donate and doing you know stuff that Kentucky is falling behind. The nil stuff's just yeah. continue to kill our recruiting. And and that's on Bonhart. Yeah, it is. And, and, and again, Mitch Barnhart, and I think Matt Jones put it the best yesterday, is Mitch Barnhart wants to be an AD in the next 10 years and and and, uh, and bring this uh, program forward, then, then he needs to start doing that stuff. If he wants to be blockbuster and yeah. become non-existent and, and get way behind like a dinosaur, you're they're in trouble. Yeah. Mean, Kentucky Kentucky Athletics is in a in a uh, transition period right here. Yeah. Um, and, and Barnhart is, I mean, he's been great, but not anymore. He's got to make the adaption. You know, yeah, else uh, he's, got, he's got to. And, and Kentucky basketball, to me, in my opinion, will always be okay. Yeah. Just because yeah, of the brand. Be, at the same time, you have to be able to start adapting because these kids are getting paid so much now. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and if you don't, and it's, as far as Kentucky football <laughs> is, we're, we're, getting, we're getting to the point now, plateaued. Yeah. Um, and when, when I say plateau, which is, We've upgraded our plateau from six and six to eight and four, nine and three. Uh, but you want, if you want to take the next level in Kentucky football, yeah, you have to can't let Tennessee passes like they just did. Yeah, Tennessee passes. No, no, I think this Tennessee team. Do I think Tennessee's gonna be around for a while? I think they're always pretty tough as long as he's their coach. But. Yeah. But, but think, also, yeah, you're you're right because Hendon Hooker is probably the only QB in the nation that can run this offense. Yeah, and so so I don't. It's hard to say when you give you get a quarterback that that doesn't fit that scheme or is not very good with it. Then that's then you have it's, to yeah, it's a them. very tough scheme to uh, to quarterback in. I mean, you just gotta get the ball out quick, and then he does a lot of things his legs stuff like that. But but I mean, there's there's probably quarterbacks lined up to go there uh, if they don't feel good with Milton next go next year. But yeah, but but again, I mean, <clears throat> it's. It's an offense that obviously you got to have a good quarterback to run it. So, it's it, do I think that that's do I think it's still a gimmick offense? Yeah, absolutely. Someone's going to figure it out. Next five years, it's going to be figured out how to stop it, and everyone's going to. Yeah. Um, and the reason they don't run in the NFL is because NFL has really good corners, and they they can they can just say play man 
They just play yeah. man in the yeah. NFL. It's like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Georgia figures out how to stop, exposes it. They could. I mean, th- this weekend with Georgia and then playing, you're going to be able to tell. You're actually going to see – I'm not going to say Kentucky's talent's low or anything like that. Kentucky's got plenty of talent and stuff like that. But you're actually going to see a championship-level caliber team playing Tennessee, and that's what you're going to see. That's that's a team that can play man. Because like, to yeah. stop that offense, you got to play man. Right. Across the board. Um, and then don't let them have anything deep or anything like that. And like I said, the NFL, they don't play that kind of offense because the, there's too many good corners. Right. <laughs> they maybe, can lock you up. Yeah, maybe Kansas City can pull that offense off. Maybe. I mean. Well, well, this, yeah, I mean, something like that. But but the thing is, is, is majority, majority of the teams in the NFL, they have good enough corners and safeties because they're playing in the NFL. That yeah. They're not going to make the same mistakes that college kids play. They're not going to be putting the – they're they're going to be put in positions that they've seen yeah, because, over and over again. Because if, if they don't adjust to it, they're going to get fired. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that and that's the thing. The NFL is a little bit different, higher league and stuff like that. Uh, but again, you know, Tennessee is is there, and they're and they're recruiting has taken an uptick now, yeah. big time. Uh, they're all in on the nil, like <clears throat> most SEC teams are, and Kentucky is behind. Yeah, big I mean, time. If you're a skill position, like a receiver. Why would you not want to go to Tennessee right now? Well, yeah, I mean th- th- that's true. I don't see the whole. I-, I get what the quarterbacks are wanting to go there, and I saw this stuff with Bully, uh, you know, when, before we got on here. But I just don't understand as far as the quarterback goes. That that's more of an offensive scheme type of thing. That's off. Yeah. That, that's that style is is really more to do with with the game planning than it is the court the talent of the quarterback. If that makes sense. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's not, I don't think I don't think that offense gets you the best NFL ready, in my opinion. No, it doesn't, because nobody runs that. So, exactly. So, I think actually, what Kentucky runs is probably more NFL style, but it's too complicated for college kids for the most yeah. part. Yeah, yeah and I that's think, the thing is like that's what I think and that's, Skaggs is, we actually we we overthought it. We went too pro. Yeah, we went too pro, and and and, and you know what? If, if that's if the two pro style or whatever is not going to work out, then we need to we need to adjust and, yeah. and you know play this the college game. Yeah. Um, and that's what Stoop was talking about this weekend, man. I mean, he he came to that press conference fired up. He knows this is not acceptable. He's not gonna he's not gonna take this, and he's gonna get his guys ready to go. Yeah, I mean, dude, Stoops doesn't like losing. I can one hundred percent guarantee this. Stoops hates losing just as much as the fans do. He is just as frustrated as we are. Yeah, of course. As he should be, but it's not worse. I mean, he is. I think the world is stoops. I think he's like a fan on steroids, basically. Yeah, I mean, I do think, I do think Stoops is the right man for the job. But proving you're the right man for a job is is making the necessary changes when you need to change. And so far, he's done those things. I, I think so. I think he drug his feet a little bit on on on, on Grand. Grand. He he did show some loyalty to Grand, but at the same time, he when it had to be done, he did it. And he, yeah, he did. He 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 he. Made the you know he obviously didn't enjoy firing one of his good friends, but yeah. but at the same time it was it was understood that the program needs to go forward, and, and I think we're at the crossroads again where where we need to move forward and, and maybe I'm not totally out on, on Scangarello, are you? No, I'm not. I think if he can make adjustments to dumb down his complicated offense, I think he'd be just fine. Because there's times when he calls plays and you're like, oh, that's a great play call. That's the thing. It's like the play calls, from what I understand, has got it. It's more of a long developing, get downfield yeah. type of plays. And I still know with our they, they might not just trust the offensive line. Yeah, 
and, and I'll be honest with everyone, and I, and I and I I am on the train of like if the offense doesn't improve, we should fire the guy. But I still think I don't think Kentucky's going to because then you have your fourth offensive coordinator going into your fourth season. Yeah, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't think that they'll make that move just from that standpoint. No, um, but they maybe they like I said, if it doesn't get better, I mean, does he? He's probably left with no option. Leaving, either right. you don't want the Browns, and you don't want. I don't think Dan Keene will ever leave, but you, you want to bring in a good quarterback and in a quarterback that sees our offense the way they're running this year. We're second to last in the LSEC in total offense. So, um, but anyways, moving on. I mean, you know, F Tennessee. That's yep. all I can say, really. That's it. Uh, the, the, the football season has been a disappointment this, this far. Yeah. Thus far. Um, if Kentucky beats Georgia, would it save the season? Uh, I mean, yes and no. It would. It's still just that Tennessee loss. Just it was humbling. Yeah, it really was. It shows that we're we're falling behind. And we beat Georgia. That's just pure. I mean, I hate to be this guy, but that's just pure miracle. Yeah, probably. Uh, I think what what really hurt the season more than anything was losing to South Carolina. So right. I think if we were if we were lost to Tennessee right there, and been sitting at six and two right now. I think we'd all been still like, well, the Sugar Bowl's still in play with Georgia. Yeah. Uh, but now, yeah, yeah I think South Carolina loss is what killed the season. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, like I said, man, time, time will tell these things. And I, I mean, Tennessee's pretty much in the playoff. Right. Even if they lose to Georgia, they're just not going to play for the East. Yeah. And I don't see a scenario where, well, maybe if, if Alabama beats Georgia, Georgia goes undefeated and beats Alabama, or Alabama beats them, maybe that leaves Tennessee out. If now right. Georgia crushes Tennessee, that would definitely make a difference on where they're where they're at. Uh, but but all right, well moving on, man. I have got to get past that because that game was just horrible. Yeah, we just yeah, we'll just talk about Missouri. So yeah, we're playing a really good uh, Missouri team defensively. Uh, they're they're pretty shitty offensively, like we are. Uh, they are better than us <laughs> offensively, right? Uh, but right now everyone's pretty much better than us unless you're Vandy. So <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> and really Vandy only has like hundred yards less than us. So over overall. Um, but I think, I think our defense, I think, I think our offense has definitely a higher ceiling, more talent on it. So, right. so I would definitely think that our offense is better. Their defense will be facing a better offense than we're facing. Um, I think, I think the defense is going to continue to be good. That 11 a.m. sleeper is scares me. Oh, yeah. And, and a really, really sick kind of stat for uh, Stoops which we st- seem to not be able to get through these nasty stats with Stoops is Stoops is 0-9 week 10 games and we are in week 10 oh god 0-9 after emotional just beat down I mean we just got the shit beat kicked that out. is crazy that was a crazy stat when I heard that 0-9 like week 10 games I don't like that stat at all yeah that is that is uh, that is I don't know how that how that even happens uh. like do we usually get Georgia? I guess we usually have Georgia or Tennessee this week, uh, for the most part. And so, oh, and ten. So that's, why, that's why DraftKings had us a plus one the other day. <laughs> well, I, I are, are we? Is it a pick'em? Is that what that is? That game has become a pick'em. Plus one is a pick'em. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't. I haven't got it honestly. Uh, if I have time, I'll probably go over there and make me a bet, but I don't think I, I will. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. Man, I am uh, not feeling good about it because the way the offense just played against a very shitty defense. Uh, but hopefully, you know, they Stoops has been challenging them all week. Hopefully, we'll get uh, we'll get a better 
game plan, better play better calling this week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kentucky needs it. Kentucky needs a win here. Uh, you know, six and three. It's you not. Can't, you can't expect to recruit when you're losing to South Carolina and Missouri. Yeah. I agree. And then just, you're falling way behind in the uh, standings then. Right. Um, and Florida win just look absolutely at this point. We've yeah. gotten worse as the year has gone on. Yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly what's happened. Um, and and that, it's just a, it's a very important game because if you lose this game, then I, I, I don't know. This because because this was supposed to be this. this the thing is about UK football, and and, and maybe it'll be a, a day will come, and maybe this is a terrible outlook on it. Our, our rational thinking, Kentucky every couple of years are going to have a transition period. Yeah, they're going to be, but we had it in twenty twenty. But this year shouldn't have been a transition period. Exactly, this is what I'm getting at. So, the fact that we have a first round quarterback across the board is going to be first round quarterback. Yeah, and, and would have broke every record if he doesn't get suspended. And yeah, and then again, you're probably one of the best backs in your history, your your program. Um, a great defense, a uh, couple of freshmen that are unbelievable, and, and a tight end crew that's probably the best overall tight end crew they've had probably ever in my lifetime. And up and down from top to bottom, and you're you're losing to Missouri and being five and four, and then with still Georgia left on your schedule. Yeah, is is not ideal, you know. If it stoops, I mean, eight and four, I'll be disappointed even with the if we lost to Georgia and went out. Yeah, uh, but but what I'm trying to get at is is next year is going to be even harder. We have Bam at home, uh, Tennessee still on our schedule, Georgia still on our schedule. Yeah. Uh, next year you don't see us. Next year is going to be incredibly difficult with a new quarterback and and all this uh, and new you know losing a bunch of guys. I think defense will still be solid next year. That's what keeps yeah. us going. Uh, defense is very young. Uh, I don't lose a square. If we can keep those that young receiving core, I'd be just fine. I feel pretty confident. I do too. Uh, but the thing is, you got to find a quarterback. So that just it's a lot of unknowns. Now, if we get a yeah. big time quarterback, then I'd be a little bit more excited about next year. But but next year is more likely going to be an eight and four season, seven and five season because of this the schedule, the strength of schedule. Oh, it's a tough, it's a tough ass schedule. It's just a tough schedule. I me mean, as a home, like I mean as a season ticket holder, I love. But it. isn't I mean, there a possibility that some of that shit might change? Because it could, yeah. In, in Texas, yeah, Texas, Oklahoma joined over the summer, yeah. So the fact that we um, that we already have a schedule by now should tell you that 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 might be a possibility. So the schedule could be changed up. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> as of right now, Kentucky has a very hard schedule. So yeah. if they were to add Texas or Oklahoma on their schedule, um, that would just make even more hard. Yeah. Uh, so I, like I said, this was the year. That's what's so disappointing about it. Next year was supposed to be kind of the transition year, and then, like I said, in a couple of years, then you got then you're looking at another big time season. Uh, but with a couple of years, uh, yeah. as long as the recruiting keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. So so basically, back to back ten win seasons just we can't do is what. It's come down to well, that's 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 just my opinion. And where the state of the program is now, what you got to do is we, we had our 10 last year, so now we're due for a bad one, even though we returned a lot, yeah. So, like that, that was the thing. This this was the year you're supposed to get to New Year's Six. It's really, really yeah. hard to build a football program. Uh, Kentucky makes it even harder on themselves when they don't do the nil stuff. So, you could make it very yeah. you can make it a lot easier on yourself by doing the nil stuff and be able to get paid for your team to be good, but Kentucky. This refuses to get on board with that. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, it's stupid. Very, very disappointing. And again, that that's that's on Bonhart. That's not on Cal. That's not on Stoops. 
Yeah, no, I agree. They, they don't control that stuff. Yeah, they don't control that stuff. I so. guarantee you, Stoops and Kyle both would adapt to that. I know Stoops oh. isn't a big fan of it, but he said he'll do whatever it takes to win. Stoops, Stoops, if Stoops had was their ability to do that, we'd have a lot more. And that's why Stoops originally went out. I mean, that's why we got that chick from uh from Texas A&M. <laughs> yeah, to but figure it out. I agree. We were gonna get help with that, and just Barnhart just has just handcuffed the program. the program over. It's I mean, if it's all this stuff coming out with. Louisville and NCAA is not punishing anybody anymore. So yeah, like what, what are you worried about? <laughs> UNC didn't get punished, and they just made up classes. Yeah, I mean, I, just, mean, I think that's way worse than what Louisville. What, what are you worried about? I mean, the amount of revenue the football team would bring in with a top ten program uh, would be more than that five thousand yeah. dollar fine that Louisville just got hit <laughs> with. So imagine I'm top ten basketball and football programs. Like yeah, it seems the NCAA cool. is waving so the white flag. Money. NCAA is waving the white flag. And there's nothing they can do to stop it. So Kentucky needs to get on board and stop saying, uh, well, let's see. We have some regulations first and we'll figure out how to do it. No, just start doing it now and then you'll worry just about it. Just do it now because, you know, they're not going to punish anybody because everybody's doing it. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly is the, the best point. But, um, yeah, so Kentucky, huge win this – or huge game this weekend from the standpoint of, like, the program, the state of the program. Right. Um, so – to keep it at a plateau. The state you don't of want programs, the, the state of mental stability for the fans. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think we'll have another. I think the Georgia game will probably be sold out. But I think it probably a lot of people aren't going to come now. The only reason uh, Georgia can be sold out is because Georgia travels pretty well. Yeah, it's true. They'll buy up our tickets. There'll be there'll be more Georgia fans there. That, that Vandy game, that noon Vandy game, man. I mean, that Georgia Kentucky game is going to be fifty fifty. I think it might be by when it's come come said and done, but. Kentucky, Vandy, the Louisville weight game with just like nobody in the stands. By the way, that was the saddest uh, storm rush I've ever seen. Yeah, no, it was like there was like thirty people out there. <laughs> they could actually like lock up all those people for trespassing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what do you think we need to do this weekend to to beat Missouri? Not be predictable. Not turn yes. the ball over. I think defensively we're good enough to obviously to stop their offense. But I think our offense is our weakness right now. We gotta just not be predictable, man. Like it, Tennessee apparently was calling our plays. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Heard that too. Um, Kentucky needs to get back to to ground and pound this weekend. And I'm not saying that because I, I enjoy watching that. I really don't. But but what I'm saying is is Kentucky just needs to win this game to feel yeah, good yeah. about their season. Get going back on it. Um, they get they establish that running game early. Then maybe it'll be a little bit up the pass. Yeah. Um, but Kentucky in the offseason, this offseason has to address their their offensive line. They got to get back to where they where they their bread and butter, which was offensive line. I'm not too concerned with the running backs. I know we're losing T. Rod, but I'm not too concerned. It's a deep room. I mean, yeah, and, and the receivers are a deep room as well. So, I <clears throat> that would be so surprised if Robinson came back for his fourth year because um, he he hasn't had as great as years. I'm sure he was hoping yeah. for. Um, so if that happens, I think you have a really good chance to get a good quarterback in here, but the quarterbacks are going to come if you, don't, if you can't protect them. Exactly. So it's got to be a priority this year to get the offensive line going. Um, but as far as this game goes, you're back to establishing the run, uh, try not to limit our turnovers and, and basically just try to turn them over, try to get sacked, try to get their offense in, in, uh, in tough spots. Uh, if they get set, goes down to Missouri, goes over to Missouri and gets crushed this weekend. I just don't know. I don't know if you can ever bring the fans back for a couple of years. <laughs> no, yeah. no that, that's going to be brutal. Yeah. It's already a brutal start time. 
that noon game is is terrible down there because they they're eleven o'clock down there. Uh, but last time they played down there, they crushed that that noon start. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. Kentucky just needs to stop doing this. We lose one big game and we lose another one. Type bullshit. Right. They need to they need to not let one loss cause multiple losses. And this this one is the one where Missouri sees us as a rival. Yeah. Missouri does not like us. And so, therefore, they're going to be ready to go. So, we need to be able to, you know, meet that intensity as well. So, well, I'm afraid we're not. I'm afraid we're going to come out flat this week. Might. <laughs> I mean, I I just have a bad feeling in my gut. Granted, I'm going to pick us to win. Don't yeah, go. I will too. But but the thing is, it's it's but, not. I don't, deep, down, said, deep down, my my heart, I know there's a possibility we're going to lose this game, 27 to 21 or something. It's a very good possibility. Very, very good possibility. But we're holding out hope, man. That's all you can do. Hold out hope. It's going to be positive. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I think 27-21 is high, by the way. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, seven. And, if you get beat Missouri and then Bandy and then go in that Georgia game 7-3, and three, you're probably ranked again. Because we're still ranked in the coaches' poll, if you can believe yeah. that. Uh, because coaches – because I think most people – most people outside of local media saw us getting crushed by Tennessee. So, yeah. it's going to put that out there. Um so, you feel a little bit better going to the Georgia games? You're seven and three than six and four because I, I, mean, I don't think that yeah, is Vandy. Better about it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, no, I don't feel confident at all going in unless we're five and two. <laughs> but I don't know, man. We'll see. Uh, so, who's your MVPs on defense and offense? Offense, I think. I know we need to get back to the running game, but I also think Will Levis just needs to have a solid, clean game. I think he needs a confidence game too. So, I would yeah. be surprised if they do try to run some passing plays in there. I think you're right. The running game is going to open it up for us. So, I'm going to go Levis, though, offensive MVP. Hopefully, he can just throw a couple touchdowns and get some confidence back. Because Lord knows that dude needs it. Yeah, no shit. Right. I mean, he took a fucking – he looked terrible. Um, that was horrible. It's horrible. Defensively, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with uh, – I think Walker has a big game. I have a feeling Walker is going to get sacked this week. Yeah, I mean he's getting better. That's what I'm saying. Defense is going to be solid. Yeah. I think um, Walker gets a. I think Walker is just. Maybe I'm just being a homer here, but I think he's going to be a stud. And I just think he's due for that game. They're just like, holy shit. Yeah, this guy's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I think this is, I think this is a kind of matchup that he can take over. Well, just kind of break down, you know, to kind of break down Missouri and and what before I answer what I think what I think is going to be the MVPs and stuff. Uh, their their defense gives up about 115 games or 115 yards a game. Um, that's a lot considering um, the last couple teams we've played. They don't give up a, a bunch. Um, like I said, they do have a solid defense, um, but it looks like their vulnerability is is running. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like we we might be able to run them. So I will take C Rod this weekend to to have a big game, probably 150 yards. Uh, but I could also see Levis, you know, the, them trying to open him up a little bit and let him do his thing downfield. I think the biggest thing with Levis too is let him run, man. That yeah. guy's good when he can do things with his feet, too. He ran a lot more last year, and I think that helps him. I think he's one of those guys that feeds off the, you know, getting hit. Yeah, and so their defense is averaging 195 yards a game defensively on the passing games. That's a lot better than Tennessee's. Yeah, um, a lot better than Tennessee's. It's a lot better than most of the team, people in, in the league for, for the SEC. But uh, I definitely think they're vulnerable downfield. Um, so, But they they like I said, they've only given up six touchdown passes this year. Uh, right. So I mean, it's 
six passing touchdowns, I should say. Uh, so their their defense is pretty solid. Um, so I, I like I said, I like my chance. I like I would take C Rod this week because I think Stoops is going to simplify it by we're going to run the ball a little bit this year, this this game, trying to get our running game back to normal, um, and that will help out Levis obviously going downfield and stuff like that. Uh, as far as defense goes, I think they average 154 yards in the ground uh, game, so they're obviously they're going to try to run the ball. Um, and I think that that plays to our strength because our front seven, you always talk about Walker, uh, but the other guys up front there, you know, Squirrels, those have guys have had great seasons. Yeah. Defensively, we've been solid all season. I just – I can't talk about, about how great the defense – has been this year. Um, I know that that losing forty four to six Tennessee that may say, well, they're not that great, but but they are. I mean, but they, the offense they, wore their asses out because all, I mean, our offense couldn't stay on the field for more than three plays. It seems like that, that's I mean that's what it so you, comes down to. Yeah, so you're just throwing them out there. They're getting you know five minute, not even five minutes. You know, it's, exactly real time break. Yeah, that, that that's what it really to me comes down to is is not is the defense just was wore out. Yeah. So. Um, but overall, I think defense is, is going to be playing a, 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 a obviously much worse offense. So I think the defense yeah. <laughs> you should you should not be surprised if defense comes out looking really really good. So um, they'll have a really good rebound game, I guess you want to put it that yeah. way. Um, so yeah, man, I, I just don't uh, I I don't know what to say if they lose this game. Yeah, well, if, if we're eight and four, if we finish eight and four. Where are you at? Are you? I mean, obviously not happy about it, but are you? I mean, at, at this point, dude, if we finish eight and four, I'll take it. Eight and four, and then a bowl win makes us nine. So, so I mean, I'm Maybe. not like I'm not gonna be super like thrilled because I thought we could have been Sugar Bowl this year, but at the same time, we rescued the season somewhat. Yeah, if we beat it's Georgia. Not, it's, not, it's not like a great. Great season. Like I said, I'm gonna be upset still. But yeah, because we're not because we, like hotel like we'll have a eight, four, nine, win the bowl, get nine. I'm feeling a little bit better about it. Yeah, I mean Kentucky, God, man, Kentucky just I don't I don't even want to say it. If they can beat Georgia, that'd be just be, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> be great. Um so give me your prediction for this Missouri game, man. What kind of score are we gonna do here? I think Kentucky wins twenty one to ten. I, I, actually, I, I know, I know, we were just saying that it could be, you know, they might come out flat and stuff like that. But, but also, I can also see Kentucky crushing Missouri. Now, Missouri just beat South Carolina pretty good, who beat us, obviously. Right. Um, but that was also they beat us without Will Levis at quarterback, so it cannot be ignored on that South Carolina game. Um, but yeah, I agree with you on that. Actually, um, I think Kentucky's probably going to win twenty-four to ten. Missouri's um, offense is good. I think uh, I think our offense is good enough to finally just run the ball down their throats and eventually open up and get some big plays. Well, I think we've, we're finally playing a team that we probably can can establish that run and kind uh. of. That's the thing that Kentucky's got to get back to after the all season. It's like for years and years and years, no matter what happened, we can always say, you know what, we'll just line it up and run the ball. Uh. Uh, you know, everything. Even like last year with with uh, Liam Cohen, even there was a couple of games where he couldn't throw the ball very well, so he just lined it up and ran it. Yeah. And, and there's just we we cannot even do that this year. The office has zero identity. We're throwing screen passes when it's third and fourteen. There's this bunch of chaos going on with the offense. So need to get back to that. Simplifying the offense, get back to running the ball a little bit. And that running the ball will hopefully soften up the defense to be able to throw it downfield. 
Right. So I got twenty four ten. You got twenty one ten. Yeah. Um. So and also, people don't be surprised if uh you know it's like ten seven game and a half and we're losing. <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at that either. But people need to understand too, as far as fans go, and and like I said, you can spend your money where you want. Please support this football team. Yeah. When we start losing support and people start jumping off it, and then you're playing into that that bullshit narrative that we're a basketball school and stuff like that. We have been great in basketball. We were always will be great in basketball. But Kentucky doesn't have to be a basketball school. Ball school it doesn't have to be a baseball school. It doesn't have to be any kind of school. Yeah. Just be a fan, and and be out there and play and, and or play. Be out there and root for them. Yeah. And show them support. Um, and and that right there alone will keep these guys around and not transfer at the end of the season. You know, it's because these guys see the negative talk. They see. Oh, they have you know, this this is why we're a basketball school. This is why we're this. This is why we're that. That nonsense has to stop with, with the fan base comparing the two programs. If you don't like football and don't want to watch them, then just don't say anything. Right. If you're a bigger basketball fan, then be a bigger basketball fan. Just don't say anything. You know, I mean, I mean, me and Mike Proth will probably tell you that that we have spent our entire life watching UK football and basketball. And, and I would say that I enjoy going to football games and probably enjoy football more because I like the sport yeah. more. Root for both of them just as hard. Oh yeah, uh, and and it's not. I don't. I never said I like more one than the other. I just like football more. Yeah, uh, just the sport itself more. More in general, yeah. Uh, but it's but there's. No, I'm not a bigger UK basketball fan than I'm a football fan, or or vice versa. So stand by these guys, man. We have to have these to keep these recruit classes falling apart. Start getting transfers off the team. We're still very very young too. People forget that UK's. We have two two true freshmen playing. Wide receiver, right? We have, I mean, I mean, we have a lot of freshmen. Afari's getting a lot of playing time. Walker's yeah, a lot of, time. lot of freshmen. Uh, Walker's playing up front there. We have, we have guys that are going to. Uh, Weaver will be back next year. You have guys that are going to be back. We want them back. We want these guys. Yeah. Valentine's going to be back. Yeah. I mean, you got guys that are going to be back. The one I'm most worried about about leaving is Barry and Brown. Yeah, I am too. But but I and I've. I've People say that, but then people also got to understand that with Brown, we're the only team that took a chance on him. No one else wanted to touch him. So right. we were loyal to him. Hopefully he shows that loyalty back to us. But but the other things, too, you also got to think, Tisdale will be back next year. You got uh, Geiger's going to be back next year. These are guys that are going to be back. And Those be are two big-name players we're getting back. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They're going to be playing for his next couple of years. So please support these guys. I mean, Jackson, uh, Wallace, all these guys, we want them back. We can't lose these guys. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna lose Square. We're gonna lose probably Jacquez Jones. I don't think he's gonna be able to get an injury waiver or anything like that. And 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 you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose uh, Jordan Wright. Those are all guys that, that have no more eligibility. They're gonna be gone. Uh, our offensive line's very young. The, the, all of them will be back. Eli Cox, I think, is the only one that's gonna be gone. Uh, the, they're mostly gonna be back. We have a we had a the best recruit we ever had was was recruited last year. He'll be back. Uh, so people need to stick with this team. We have a lot of talent on this team. Yeah, a ton. And, and we need to keep that young talent on our team. And when fans stop jumping off or start saying these guys are terrible, we're not going to be good, we're this, this, that, any other, all the other shit, people freaking out and thinking that the whole city's burning down. You need to understand that Stoops is the greatest coach we've ever had football in football. Right. Oh, absolutely. And we need to trust that that he's going to make the right adjustments that's going to be needed to keep our team together. So, 
Don't freak out yet. Don't jump bandwagon now. If they finish uh, five and seven, there's going to be a lot of issues. Oh, yeah, a whole lot. So uh, just need this win badly, <laughs> very, very badly. So, uh, but, I mean, if they go to Music City Ball, I, I might go to it, actually. That's pretty close. Yeah, that's a pretty short so, drive. <laughs> just going to throw that out there. Um, but it'll be the same time, UofL UK basketball game. But Ooh, never mind. I mean, UofL's terrible. So, I don't, it's almost playing like Kentucky State. So, congrats on Kenny Payne, by the way, getting his first win last night. You know, took uh, – Actually, I actually still think he needs to ride higher. I, just I do too. I do too. For that, you know, I do too. I do too. I'm just glad that the, the only thing that's coming, that's been really good the last couple of weeks with uh, with you know losing to Tennessee and South Carolina all that shit. Louisville fans are really really confident now in that game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we get to rip their soul out again. That's that's gonna be fun. That, that's always a fun fun day. Yeah, that's been that's been a blast the last few years. So yeah, uh, that's gonna happen again this year. I don't care what anyone says. That ain't. I think that they're six, six turnovers against Wake Forest, blah, 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 whatever. Right. Wake Forest would get – UK would probably beat Wake Forest, so just going to put that out there. So, uh, But anyways, so go Cats this week, man, and, and hopefully we get back on track and we'll we'll get – you know, we'll try to get, keep everyone hyped up. And, and uh, I know basketball is getting rolling now. It's the best time of the year, basketball, hockey, you got football. So support these guys, you know, watch yeah. them. Hopefully they win. For them. Come out for that Vandy game, that noon Vandy game, which is actually better. Noon noon games are better in November. So, yep. See how it goes. But, anyways, I'm Nick. I'm Mike. Go, Cat.